Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing this week? I hope that your Wednesday and your week is going well. I hope that your month uh, is starting, well, not starting off well. We're kind of in the middle of it. But I hope that your month is going well so far. Yes, for, you know, new first month of the new year. Um, hope that any goals that you are setting are coming into fruition. I hope you're seeing the progress. And if not, I hope you're, you know, staying consistent because consistency is key. Welcome back to Escaping with Joy. Welcome to those who are new. This is about the eighth episode. And if you're jumping in here, you're still welcomed. Uh, uh, I suggest you do listen to the other ones if, if you want. Um, I'm yeah, I'm just particularly interested in to why people I wonder if people actually do like it's a running joke like with the episodes people just jumping in in the like random episode like not random episode like in the middle of the season I guess and so I wonder if people actually do that though and if you do why I would love to understand but moving forward (laughs) welcome back to those who have been here before um what was I saying? What was I even talking about? Oh, yes. <laughs> Feel free to check out the previous episodes. And also, make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you have not. And share it with somebody. You know, someone that you yeah. share it. Hmm. I let's set it up. Share it with somebody whose favorite color turquoise that would be interesting if you know somebody that's actually pretty cool i mean because like you know turquoise isn't like uh regular it's a color i was about to say it's not a color it is a color i mean it's not a color that not like a lot of people well i feel like hmm, i don't know do a lot of people like turquoise moving on (laughs) so yes how about i just give you the rundown of the episode so today's episode i wanted to talk about for the first section uh, the random ish segment I want to talk about random thoughts and questions I have about like certain media like TV shows movies and things like that these are like when I say random they're completely random like there's no reason for why I was thinking about them at all but I thought, I was like, let me jot these down, because you know what? They might lead somewhere. (laughs) Um, In our Interest of the Week segment, excuse me, I wanted to talk about Marvel TV shows, um, the live action ones, and I wanted to give you my ranking and like a little bit of my opinion on them. And in our Reflection and Gratitude segment, I want to talk about like our dis uh the thought of forgiving and forgetting i i think that one's gonna be a good one for i mean not to say the other ones aren't but i think this is gonna be an exciting one for me personally and hopefully it's exciting to you as well i say we jump in straight into the next topic on today's list yeah (laughs) Let's go!
So, starting off today with our random-ish segment, I want to talk about random thoughts and uh, questions I had dealing with media. Like, like I said, TV shows and movies and things along that line. Mostly it's TV shows and movies. But, so, like I said earlier... These are, like, completely random thoughts. I thought them about th- throughout the week, and there was no reason for them to, like, show up <laughs> in my head. But I was like, you know what, let's jot these down, and maybe we could <laughs> get something from this. So, my first thought I had was, Rogue deserved to take the mutant cure. <laughs> so, this is from X-Men the Last Stand. Now, I have not watched this movie in years. I remember I had this movie. Did I have this movie on DVD? No, I know I had X-Men. Wait, did I have X-Men on DVD? Or was it VHS? <gasps> I can't remember. I knew I, like, had it. Like, I owned a copy of it. And then I think I got, like, The Last Stand from, like, the library when I was, like, young. But I can't exactly remember... Either way, in X-Men The Last Stand, if you have not watched it, um, the mutant cure is, like, they created it, and some mutants, like, want to take it, whereas other mutants, mutant, mutants, sure, uh uh-huh, are, like, saying, like, we should have to take the cure because, like, we're, we're made perfectly, like, we're, we're fine, there's nothing wrong with us, like, there's nothing to cure, basically, and I was over here, like, the mutants who were saying, like, there's no, there's nothing to cure are the ones who (laughs) can live their day normally like yes there's a chance they might get hate crimed but it's not as it's not super obvious that they are mutants unless they like actually show off their mutant ability for instance like Jean Grey like you couldn't tell that she was a mutant uh Storm yes she has like you know white hair but nothing that's nothing out of the ordinary Wolverine he can control when his claws go in and out um like those were (laughs) it was like those people well gene besides gene but those people were like the ones saying like we don't need a cure and it's like (laughs) you're gonna be fine at the end of the day since one you have a control over your abilities and you don't look like a mutant like so yeah it's the people who want the cure who can't live like function normally on a day-to-day basis for instance, like, Beast. Well, he is fine with the way he is, but, like, Beast, he looks like a freaking beast. So, of course, if he wanted to take the cure, it would make sense. And specifically, Rogue. Girl can't touch anybody <laughs> without killing them. <laughs> so, she has to wear gloves. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure in the movie, she, like, wouldn't be able to, like, you know, hold hands with her, like, boyfriend or whatever. Or, like, kiss him without, like, you know, killing him and stuff. And so, of course, she would probably want the cure. Because that's kind of, like, that sucks that you can't have, like, physical contact with people without killing them. So, it made sense as she wanted to, like, get it. But everybody else at Xavier's school was like, you don't need it. And I'm just like, please, hush. <laughs> Comment down and sit <laughs> where you need to go. I don't know. It's just, like, I... 
I definitely understood why she wanted to get it. And the people who were, like, protesting outside, like, the building where they had the cures and stuff, they're out there, they're, like, being like, we don't need a cure, yada, yada, yada. And then, like, getting on mutants who wanted to go get the cure. And they're like, how could you? And it's just like, bro, if I remember correctly, the people who were in the crowd, they was looking mighty human. So it's like, hush. <laughs> like, you look normal and you seem like you're operating fine. Me, on the other hand, no. So let me do what I got to do. And we can both mind our own business. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I understand they're trying to stand up for a cause. And like, but it'd be nice to not get hate crimed when you're walking down the street. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> do what you got to do, Rogue. Do what you got to do. Um, My second, so this one, my second on the list, this was a question was my question was what was the point of Gordy and Nope? So, Nope by Jordan Peele. Um, let me actually look it up for those who haven't watched it. It's it was made I think June. Was it June? Actually, I have no idea. Um, when was it made? July twenty in two thousand twenty two. Dang, it's not it hasn't even been a year yet. So. Nope, it's a man and a sister discuss something sinister in the skies above their California horse ranch while the owner of a nearby theme park tries to profit from the mysterious otherworldly phenomenon. Um, Dang, the budget was $68 Where did they begin this money from? Anyways, um, (laughs) that's for another uh, topic. Um for another time but moving on so in the movie there is a monkey named gordy and they did like a tv show with this monkey which i'm like "Mm, that seems a little sketch but you do you i guess um and so when you watch the movie it the way they like shoot it and like how they, I guess, like, portray it cinematically, it's, I, this is what I personally got from Gordy, because at first I was just like, I don't understand why this monkey is, like, shown, why is this monkey given any type of scenes, what's the, what's the importance, and this is what I got from it. So, it seemed like there was, like, a relation between, like, the quote-unquote alien and Gordy. So, like, with the alien, the alien would, like, tolerate the humans, I guess, and just do its day-by-day thing, eating the horses and eating whatever it wanted to eat. And, like, with Gordy, tolerated, like, the humans that he shot the show with and stuff like that. And then, eventually, both got, um something switched which with the alien when once it ate the what did it eat that made it irritated i think it was like the decoy horse like a fake horse it got like upset and then it was just like no i'm going after everybody (laughs) if i'm having a bad day you're all having a bad day and then with gordy a balloon popped and he just went on a rampage (laughs) and then killed like a few people um And then by the end of the movie, both are, you know, put into an 
early grave. Uh, so, yes. It, um... I was just like, so was the point of the monkey just to like show a correlation? Like the 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 show, I I forgot. I think was the show just called Gordy, but whatever the show that had Gordy in it that was like made in the past in this movie, and then they talk about it like in the past tense, and so I'm wondering like was that was there some like I guess symbolism or I don't know. Honestly, that's why that was one of my questions, because I was just like, I'm still confused. I still enjoyed the movie, though. I enjoyed, like, I feel, <laughs> I feel with Jordan Peele's movies, I'm still, there's like, a, there's a chance I will leave confused by the end of the movie, but I'll still enjoy it, like, no matter what. I didn't watch Get Out. I think I watched it with, like, a reactor, but I feel like they kept, they skipped a lot of scenes, like, due to, like, YouTube, you can't, like, react, like, to a whole movie without, like, you know, getting copyrighted. So they have to, like, chop it up and, like, distort the, the, the movie that they're reacting to whenever they're showing it. Yeah, they gotta make their coin somehow. <laughs> um, and so it's like, I feel like they skipped out on a lot of scenes when I was trying to watch Get Out with the reactor, so I felt like I really didn't get to capture the whole thing. And where do you watch Get Out? Where would it be? Where's Nope? Is Nope on... Uh, oh, it's on Peacock. Hmm. You can also get it from Redbox. Cool. Okay. Um. So, uh, with Get Out, yeah, I felt like I missed too much. I watched Us with the reactor. I should probably say, wait, is it a horror? Yeah, it's a horror. There are, like, horror movies, which I don't particularly love horror, but it doesn't... With with Jordan Peele's movies, it didn't really feel like horror. So, I I do enjoy them. Um, but with Us, I really enjoyed Us. Um, I loved all the actors in it, and I liked the story. I was still confused on just like what, <laughs> like what what was the point of this? I'm confused, but still, I was like I enjoyed it little confused but i ain't mad at it it's like usually when i'm confused i'm like that's a little frustrating they didn't do a good job making the movie but i'm not with him i think it's i think it's like yep still confused but i would i'm fine with it um and so with nope it was still a good story there was like enough of a good story and for me to like follow but still feel like i'm missing something which then i could like of course do my own research and whatnot but I don't want to. <laughs> I don't know. I'll get back to you. If I remember, I'll get back to you and fig tell y'all what I found out about uh, Gordy. Like, what was the whole reason? Unless you guys know. Because if you guys know, please let me know. So we can all be in a loop. In the loop. Because <laughs> if someone got it, then that just means I just missed it. I'm I did get it just now, like me explaining my whole thought process. I would just want confirmation. That's probably it. So yes, moving on. My third question slash thought. No, this was a question. Okay, so my third one was, why was Max mad at Jenny for being with her brother? So this is based off of uh, Jenny and Georgia. I don't know. It's on Netflix. I'm pretty sure like the 
second season recently came out or something like that. I don't know. Um, so I decided to watch it because I saw that new season came out. Right? Let me look. Because I don't want to be incorrect. Leading y'all astray. Jenny and Georgia. Did season two just come out? Oh, so Jenny and Georgia was made in 2021. When did season two come out? Jenny and Georgia season two release date. That's where that's what I want. Release release date. Um, <laughs> January fifth. Okay, gotcha. Okay, makes sense. I I knew it was recent, but I just wasn't exactly sure. Um, so moving on. What was the whole point? Oh yeah. So in Jenny and Georgia, basically, Jenny likes she like, moved around a lot due to her mom, and, um, she was always, like, the new kid. Eventually, she, like, found a friend, and then turns out that she likes her friend's brother. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and Max was upset by the end of, like, the season that they were together, or that they liked each other, and, like, didn't tell her, and then basically for, like, uh, half of like season two was it half of it uh half of season two she was like being kind of mean <laughs> not kind of she was being mean <laughs> and like cut jenny off and yada 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 and it was low-key i for okay at first i i liked max like she was a lot but i was just like i i don't mind her i don't I don't, I don't feel like I've met a person that has, like, that much... No, just kidding. I know exactly someone... I've met someone who has, like, that high energy and, like... But they're, like, ride or die kind of, Not ride or die, but they're they're all in in the friendship, I guess. And so it's nice to have those people, but then as soon as, like, you do something wrong, they're just, like, get away from me. <laughs> and it's like, dang, what happened to, like, the rest of the friendship that we had? You know what I'm saying? But moving on. I did like Max in the first season, and then second season, when she was acting up, I was like, okay, Max, I don't completely get... I was wondering, like, why does that upset you if your friend likes your brother? And I feel like that's in, like, all TV shows, or is that also in, like, real life, too? Like, if would y'all be upset if your best friend liked your sibling? Like, what's wrong... I don't know, because, one, haven't been in a relationship before, and two, it's not like I'd be out here liking my friend's siblings, (laughs) so it's just, like, I, it's confusing as to why people do get upset over that, because it's like, oh, you like my sibling? Okay. Me, personally, if I had a friend, they was like, ooh, yeah, I really like your sibling, it's like, okay that's fine i don't really care unless like you don't get along with your sibling and so it would make sense i guess since you probably wouldn't want to hang around them all the time since like if your friend is dating them or whatever then you would be react you would be around them a lot i don't know it uh, i don't i honestly don't know i don't understand it so if y'all know if like y'all know the rules (laughs) with that please let me know because Eventually, Max did get over it, so yay. But 
I was like, Max, if you, I'm ready to punch you. But no, the actress who plays her, she popped off. Um, love her work <laughs> with Max. Moving on, number four. Oh, no, but I suggest checking out Jenny and Georgia. It's a pretty good show. I am mad. I binged, like, all of it. I was in a depressive episode, so that is something you should take into consideration. But either way, I mean, check it out if you want. <laughs> so, number four. So my question was, what is with the hairstylist with movies? Like, specifically wigs. So recently, my sister, like... We was watching something on TV. I think my mom was watching it. And then we saw, like, a character and she had a wig on. And <laughs> Jasmine was just, like, my sister. She was like, mm-mm, the wig is not wigging. So there's times when the wig is wigging and when the wig is wigging. And if you can't tell the difference, there's the difference. <laughs> like, the wig, if it's wigging, then it's like, oh, great. It's, it looks, it doesn't look like a wig. It looks like natural, like, real hair. You did a good job. And then there's the wig is wigging, where it's like, oh, you can definitely tell it's a wig. When we know it's not your real hair, but make it look realistic. You know what I'm saying? Unless, like, the director... What what if it's, like, with, like, the, the person who creates the movie or show, like, the director or whatever, they intentionally made the wig look bad or, like, make the wig look unnatural... So for us as the audience, we know it's a wig, but for the people that's like in the in that world and like who are interacting with the character that has the wig on, they're supposed to quote unquote pretend that like, oh yeah, this person this is someone's natural hair. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? It makes sense to me and I feel like that's the <laughs> most clear way I could say it. Hopefully it does make sense with y'all. Um but for, like, when the wigs are not, are wigging badly, um, and the, and their intention wasn't to do it badly, I wonder why that, wait, why they don't get, like, style, like, hairstyle, like, people who, hmm, I don't know, I feel like people who are, like, hairstylists in the movie industry, would they have to have prior, like, I feel like they would have prior experience, with wigs correct unless they don't like maybe they're better at something else but then they've been hired to do what's what they can do like on their uh resume like they meet the qualifications to a certain point and then maybe wigs was added extra and they're like oh i can't do wigs but like i'll learn or whatever maybe that was the case but I don't know. I feel like there's a bunch of, like, there's people, like, now, like, on, like, you see a bunch of people, well, depending on your For You page, but <laughs> a lot of people on TikTok who, like, are very good at installing wigs. They, like, they come up on my For You page, and I'm just like, dang, y'all be popping off. Y'all make it look so simple. And so it's, like, you wonder why the hairstyle, like, why can't they why doesn't it look the same when, like, people do it for movies? You know what I'm saying? And maybe it's, like, maybe it's, like, a quality of wig issue, but I don't know. Yeah, I was about to say, they these movies be having big budgets, but maybe the budget isn't allocated over to the costume and design as much as, like, another area. So maybe they have to, like, cut down on the quality. I'm not sure. I feel like that, like, you'd have to have a little more information or, like, a one-on-one with the hairstylist and a, uh, whoever, like was who's done that for a movie i'm not sure what are y'all thoughts um number five 
Okay, so, <laughs> so I was on YouTube recently because that's I spend majority of my time on YouTube, whether I'm just doing it like by itself or I'm doing something with it, like doing homework while watching YouTube, which is that quite effective? Not all the time. Depends on the assignment, but I digress. <laughs> so I saw, I saw, what did I see? <laughs> okay, I saw a video about Velma, the new, like, kind of Scooby-Doo show that, I think it's HBO Max. Actually, I want to look it up. Um, because, uh, I saw, like, someone was making video how it wasn't really good. And a lot of people were saying the same thing of just, like, eh. But I saw on Twitter how it's, like, the most watched animated TV show on, is it HBO? HBO Max right now, so interesting. This looks like the art style of uh, Harley Quinn. But I could be wrong. Um, so it's basically just as the origin of the sleuth and member of the Mystery Inc. gang, Velma. Oh, so it's just more focused on her. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. Ooh, Debbie Ryan's in it. Ooh, Shay Mitchell. Cool. Ooh, Constance Wu. Sam Richardson. I feel like I know him. Did he sing in something? I know Glenn Howard. And I know Mindy. Okay, I'm getting distracted. Um, but I, I, I was basically saying, like, I don't think I'm gonna, like, watch the TV show, because I've seen, like, <laughs> I've seen, I guess, a lot of renditions of Scooby-Doo over the years. There was, like, Scooby-Doo where are you, or something, and then there was Scooby-Doo Incorporated, and there's this, and I feel like there was something else that I'm missing, but I was just like, dang, like, come on, <laughs> like, how many times are we gonna do Scooby-Doo? I don't know, I, I, okay, I will say, I don't think I'm giving Velma a fair chance since I did not watch an episode, or I didn't check it out yet, so I'm, I'm gonna be a little more lenient, I just don't, I think, I'm not doing it based, I'm not watching it based off of, I'm not watching, I'm not watching it based off of, of, just, yeah, seeing so many renditions of Scooby-Doo, which kind of sucks, because it's like, it's its own show, and, like, with, I, one thing that, like, I learned, I, yeah, learned recently was, how there's no such th there's no such thing as an original thought anymore like an original idea i think what the video was saying along the lines was it's more just now about perspective on like how people see this like one thing and they can deliver something new based off of an idea that's already been presented before and i'm just like oh i get that i yeah, like, you can kind of see, like, if someone, like, gives you something, you're like, oh, I can kind of see how this is correlated to this different TV show. Or, like, you hear a song, and it's like, oh, this song kind of resembles this one. And, nah, but there'd be sometimes the songs where they got, like, the same exact, like, beat, rhythm, and everything, and then be wondering, like, how did this person not get sued? <laughs> um, And it's not like they said they sampled it or anything, and so it's like, uh, make it make sense.
I just don't personally know how music production is, so someone please do explain. <laughs> but no, so with Velma, I feel like, yes, they are doing something with the same idea in the sense of we have seen the Scooby-Doo gang before and we've also seen like shows where if it's like a whole group, they kind of then focus on just one person. But at the but this is a whole different person who's making this show and they can tell tell a whole different story about Velma. So yes. So I don't know. I don't have HBO Max, so it's not like I could watch it. <laughs> but I don't if someone was just like, Oh, I have HBO Max and I want to watch Velma, do you want to watch it with me? Then I'll probably be like, Yeah, sure, so I can at least check it out. And then I could get further thoughts of like, oh, yeah, it's not really for me. Or like, oh, they did something different. And I, I kind of appreciate it. Or I appreciate it. Yeah, it's not kind of. Okay, moving on. But, oh, no. The whole point of like that whole question was going into the, um, like how people like, not reboot, but yeah, I guess like reboot or do renditions of, 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 of like, uh, popular movies or comics or stuff like that like so like for instance like batman i've watched so many <laughs> renditions of batman that i was i i didn't wasn't i didn't even want to watch the rabbit pat robert pattinson pattinson hope i'm saying his last name right uh i didn't watch his and it kind of sucks because it's just like dang I want to check him out and see how he does Batman. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm sick and tired of Batman. <laughs> um, same thing. That happened with me with Spider-Man. I was like, I am tired. But then... um, And then Tom Holland's Spider-Man came out. And I was just like, uh, let me check it out. And I was like, oh, I like these. And then with Spider-Man No Way Home, it kind of like re- re-jumped or whatever you want to say like, me checking out the other Spider-Mans, and I was just like, dang, I did y'all dirty. Yeah, they were kind of, they were good. I mean, I, I still, like, I won't intentionally go on my way to be like, mm, I want to rewatch all the Spider-Man movies. Um, however, if someone was like, oh, you want to check it out with me? I, I feel like I still wouldn't pay attention like that. I don't know. I It made me appreciate them more, but to the point where... I'm like, oh yeah, they did a good job, but not to the point where I'm like, oh, I want to rewatch them again. Does that make sense? Hopefully it does. Okay, but yes, that was my whole thing. What are your thoughts with like people doing renditions or reboots of TV shows? Because sometimes they hit or miss. But yeah, thoughts on that. So that is for the random-ish segment. I thought I would just <laughs> spit out some random things that were on my mind <laughs> this week. And yes, I particularly enjoyed it. I thought that was a, what was it called? A productive, I didn't want to use productive, but conversation, I guess. Um, <laughs> Moving on. How about we just move on to the next section? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... <clears throat> interest of the week. So like I said earlier, this is going to be about Marvel TV shows and the live action ones and my ranking and a little bit of my opinions dealing with them. So if you didn't know, I love Marvel 
Yes. <laughs> um, that is simply the answer. Yes. I got into it when I was younger. My mom introduced it to me. And that's kind of like our bonding thing. Bonding thing. We watched the all the Disney Plus original TV shows under, under you know, Marvel. And yes, I was... There were some hits and there were some misses. But a lot of hits. There's majority hits. Um, so yes, I wanted to talk about them and rank them. So I decided I wanted to do both... There were the Netflix, the the first, uh, let's try that one more time. There were the Netflix Marvel TV shows that, like, you know, first on Netflix. I felt like that was self-explanatory, but at the same time, someone might not know. Okay, moving on. Um, They were first on Netflix, and then they moved over to Disney+. Plus. Um, So, I first, I want to rank the Netflix one ones, and then I'll get to the Disney Plus originals. Sounds good. Sounds great. Okay, so I will say this list is a little... The ranking, that's what I mean. The ranking is a little hmm, skewed, might be the right word, due to the fact that, one, I haven't watched all of these shows. (laughs) I wanted, like, the whole list, the whole list of TV shows that were on there, and then ranked them, but then I realized some of them I haven't watched. I, I think I've seen at least, like, clips or at least a full episode out of at least all of these shows for the netflix and i've done the disney plus oh uh, no except two on the disney plus one but for specifically netflix i've watched a little bit of something on each show and this is based off of my enjoyment and how memorable it was great great <laughs> so starting so there's nine shows that were on netflix before moving over and for number nine it was Inhumans so Inhumans I will say I didn't watch a lot of that one I remember my mom was watching it and I saw clips I saw one character that I knew off of another tv show and next thing I know all her hair is off and I'm like wait what (laughs) so yeah I was a little upset but you know what actually I'll give you a little like, rundown of what the show is about. So, in human, in humans, what? Okay. Black Bolt, the enigmatic commanding head of the inhuman royal family and king of Atalan, possesses a voice so powerful that the slightest whisper can destroy a city. After military coup splinters the family, the group, which includes Black Bolt's wife, Medusa, his brother and rival, Maximus, his cousin's Karnak, Gorgon, and Triton, 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 and Medusa's sister, Crystal, barely manages to escape to Hawaii, where surprising interactions with the lush world and humanity around them may prove not to only save them, but Earth itself. <clears throat> so, this was made in 2017, September 29th, and then the final episode to date was to, in 2017, November 10th. So was there only, like, one season? Yeah, there was one season. Okay. So, yeah. Honestly, it really didn't capture my attention like that, which kind of sucked. Because I was like, oh, I feel like... I mean, I usually enjoy... Like I like I said, I like Marvel. But something about the show, it, it wasn't hitting. And so I, I didn't watch it to its full capacity, I guess. If that's how you would describe it. Um... 
I do remember. Oh, yeah. I saw, you know, Black Bolt in, uh, what's it called? What is it called? Uh, Doctor, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And that was pretty cool to see him there. But besides that, it, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. Um, moving on. So for number eight, Agent Carter. So I will say I'm not surprised that she's low on this, that this show is low on the list because being completely honest, I didn't like Captain America, the first movie. Like it wasn't bad. It just, he's not my favorite hero, I would say. So I wasn't really interested in his origin story. I think it was a good movie, but it wasn't like, like I would rewatch, I wouldn't go out of my way to rewatch this movie again. So when they had a show for Agent Carter, I was like, oh yeah, I'm probably not going to watch it. My mom did watch it and she enjoyed it. And I'm like, well, at least like, you know, someone enjoys it. Um, but Peggy Carter, um, is an unstoppable secret agent from the Strategic Scientific Reserve dedicated to fighting new atomic threats that have emerged after World War II. After working in New York, Peggy heads across the country to Los Angeles for her most dangerous assignment yet. As Peggy explores the bright lights of Hollywood and discovers new friends and perhaps a new romance, um, (laughs) a sinister threat emerges that could impact everyone she has sworn to protect. And so... Yeah, it just wasn't it. But she got two seasons, so we love to see it. This started in 2015 and ended in 2016. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it just wasn't it. I don't know. I mean, I feel like this show, like these shows, I could go back and watch and see, like, if my rankings would change. But as for now, like, the list I've already made, she, this show is number eight. So the next show on the list number seven is the defenders i will say with the defenders though this ranking could change for this show specifically because i have not watched it yet i saw a few clips no i'm pretty sure i saw an episode but i i was like oh i i like researched and i was like if I want to watch this show, do I need to, like, watch the other shows? And, like, it would probably help if you did. And so they were saying I had to watch, like, two seasons of one show and then the first season of the other four shows that go along with it, each for the main character, for which each of the characters that's in The Defenders. And so I was like, oh, let me watch that first, and then I will watch The Defenders. Because I was excited for this one. But I never finished watching the other ones, (laughs) the seasons I need to watch. So I haven't gone to this one yet. Um, So I had to put it at number seven due to just not seeing it in its full totality. But I will say I am completely interested in watching it. So four of the Marvel's biggest heroes are each working individually but have one common goal in mind to save New York City. Burdened with their own personal challenges, Matt Murdock, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Danny Rand, Iron Fist, realize that they likely won't be able to accomplish their goals working solo. That realization leads them to team up and form the Defenders, a supergroup that is more equipped to save the Big Apple than the heroes would be if they continued to work on their own. So it ended... Wait, what? 
it says that the first episode to date was August 18th, and then the final was August 18th. Is there... How many episodes are there? Oh, there's only eight. Oh, they probably just, like, put it... Since it's Netflix, they probably just all put it on one thing. Okay, makes sense. Because I was like, wait, huh? (laughs) Um... But wasn't Agent Carter... I don't know. I'm not going to question it. Either way, I am interested in the show. (sighs) But I'll get to it when I get to it. Um, So yeah, that's why it's at number seven. Wait. Hmm. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because at first I was like, then should I have switched it with something else? But no. Next on the list, number six, is The Punisher. So this deals with Frank Castle. So after... exacting revenge on the people responsible for the deaths of his wife and children frank castle uncovers a conspiracy that runs deeper than new york's criminal underworld now known as the punisher he must dig deep into the conspiracy to discover the truth about injustices that affect more than him and just him and his family assisting the vigilante in his quest to fight criminals are best friends billy russo who runs private military corporation anvil and former nsa analyst micro wait what oh micro mm-hmm, who shares common enemies with castle and helps him as part of a so-called count marriage of convenience i don't i almost said marriage counseling for no <laughs> um but Ben Barnes in this? Okay. Oh, they got people I know. Okay. I need to get to these shows, bro. I mean, I honestly could, but I end up just watching, re-watching YouTube videos I've already seen. It's a problem. Um, <laughs> but it can be fixed. Moving on. So, Punisher, I was in, I'm interested in watching it. I remember my mom watched it. Like I said, I'm probably gonna say my mom watched it for majority of these, because she did. <laughs> um, and that's how I knew that I wanted to watch it. Um, so I remember she watched it and I saw some episodes and I saw him in Daredevil. And so I was just like, hmm, I'm quite intrigued. And I want to see, I want to know about your show. And so, yeah, that's why he's at number six. The ones above like five and up, these are ones I've actually seen in majority. So... I've seen at least, like, one season or five episodes of that one season. Yes. So, that's why Punisher is number six. So, next is number five, Luke Cage. So, I saw a couple episodes of Luke Cage. And just to be honest, I, I it didn't keep me entertained. So, let me just tell you about it. So, this gritty action-packed drama follows the evolution of Luke Cage. A man with super strength and unbreakable skin caused by a sabotaged experiment. After a failed relationship with fellow superhero Jessica Jones, Cage tries to rebuild a quiet life in Harlem, New York, until he is pulled out of the shadows and forced into a battle for his city. Along the way, Cage cannot avoid confronting his past, which he has worked hard to bury. Mm. Burry, Barry. Mm. I feel like I'm saying it weird. I think I am, but it's okay. Okay, moving on. So, yeah, it just didn't really interest me like that. I liked his character in Jessica Jones, and I was like, oh, let me go check out his show. But 
when I was watching it, I was just like, oh, eh, I don't really care. <laughs> or it's like, yeah, it just really wasn't keeping me entertained. And so I was just like, let me move on to another show to uh, within like, you know, the four heroes. And then maybe I might come back to it because I still have to watch it if I want to watch The Defenders. So, yeah. OK, I'm going to watch it eventually. So number four, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I really liked this show. And for the first couple seasons, which kind of sucks because I wanted to like it in its totality. Um, So they had seven seasons. Dang, Papa. Okay. The worldwide law enforcement organization known as S.H.I.E.L.D. Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. Dang. Um, Employs an elite team of agents who investigate strange occurrences around the globe and beyond its members each of whom bring a spe- speciality special no that's not how you say it a sp- maybe it is speciality no i feel like i'm saying that wrong okay um <laughs> do the group work to protect those who cannot protect themselves from extraordinary and inconceivable threats including a formidable group known as hydra the series is set in the marvel cinematic universe universe and acknowledges the continuity of franchises, films, and other television series. Okay, great. Um, so I will say, like, for the first couple seasons, like, let me look, because what was season five about? Season five was, oh, okay, so about, like, season five, I got disinterested, and I was just like, I, I, I don't, it, it it wasn't intriguing me as much as seasons one through four. Like, you know how when I enjoy shows that like start off like episodic where like there's something new every episode and there's really not like a major plot and then it, the show kind of develops into a plot. Those are cool. I really like shows like that. Because it's just like, ooh, we're having fun, we're enjoying things, and next thing you know, doom. <laughs> and it's like, oh. Uh. So, yes. <laughs> I That's why I liked season one, because it was just like they were dealing with different things every episode. And then, like, eventually they did get into a plot for each season. Um, And I do remember, like, season four, where they had, um, what was her name? Evie? I don't know. I don't think that was her name. Was that her name? What is that lady's name? What's the lady's name? Um, what's her name? Ada. That's what it is. Ada, Ada, like, when, wasn't she like a, she wasn't a robot, was she? She was like a AI or she was something. She was something that was not completely human. So, but then they put them in like the simulation world thing. It was weird. Anyways, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so season one through four, I loved. And then after, like, I watched all of five and then six. I think I stopped watching after six or during six. No, did I? Because I, th- then why do I remember season seven where they did, like, time travel? Did I skip season six? Either I watched all of season six and then season seven, but didn't finish season seven, or I skipped season six and then went to seven, but still didn't finish seven. Either way, 
I was almost done. Dang. Well, yeah. I really, I'm, yeah. Like I said, it's a good show up to season four. And that's my personal opinion. I might have to <coughs> watch season five through seven. And so I can give my, like, you know, full, complete rating of just being like, yeah, the show was pretty good. Or was not. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, uh, almost says season three. <laughs> Number three, which is Iron Fist. Now, bruh, when I tell you, people did not, people were like, out of all the four, like, uh, superhero shows, which, like, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage, they were like, Iron Fist was the lowest. And I was like, dang, I was kind of enjoying Iron Fist. So, Iron Fist is, when Danny was 10 years old, he survived a mysterious plane crash that claimed the lives of his extremely wealthy parents. Rescued by warrior nun- monks, mm. Danny grew up in the city of Kunlun. Kunlun? Kunlun? Mm. Um, where he endured harsh conditions, but also trained to be a fierce warrior. Years later, Danny returns home to New York, where he wants to reconnect with his past and take his rightful place at his family's company, which is being run by his father's former business partner, Danny hopes to restore his family legacy by defeating the people who threaten it. So, I didn't finish the first season completely. <laughs> uh, What season was I? And I was like halfway done. I think, yeah, I was like halfway done. <clears throat> and then I think I just stopped. I think at that time, I was like, <laughs> I, was ob- <laughs> I was obsessed with one show, and then I was like, oh, I want to watch the rat, all the other ones. And then I just lost that, like, motivation or obsession. And so then I just moved on. It happens sometimes. It's, it can work in my favor sometimes, but then sometimes, most of the time it doesn't. I think it's just how you look on it. Yeah. <laughs> but Iron Fist, yeah, I did watch, there was two seasons. I didn't watch the second season. But I do want to finish the show, at least the first season, so I can watch The Defenders. Um, So number two is Jessica Jones. So I really like Jessica Jones, the first season. There's three, but I wanted to at least watch the first one. And I I enjoyed it. She's cool. Um, So a chronicle of the life of one of the darker Marvel characters, the mysterious Jessica Jones. When a tragedy puts an end to her short-lived career as a superhero, Jessica settles in New York City and opens her own detective agency called Alias Investigations, where which seems to be called into cases involving people people who have special abilities. Suffering from post-traumatic stress syndrome, Jessica wants to do good, but her primary interest isn't in saving the world. It's saving her apartment and getting through each day. So, yeah, girl went through a lot of ish. She could not catch a break, and I was upset. I was, I was tired for for her. Um, but no, I I really enjoyed this show. Um, yeah, girl couldn't catch a break. Basically, there was this um, there was this villain named Kilgrave who's played by David Tennant. Um, and he has the ability to like mind control people, and I'm like. Why can't the good people or the people who have like you know good morals get the mind control? <laughs> like, I prefer no one does, but if someone's going to, at least someone who's going to look out for the people. You know what I'm saying? Um, but no, 
I felt bad for his character, but I didn't condone condone his behavior because I'm like, he did some horrible things, which I don't want to get into just in case you like watch the show and also could be a little triggering. Um, so yeah, I was just like, I'm tired of you, man. But at the same time, you're, you didn't have the best parents and best childhood. So I could see why you'd act out and lash out as an adult. But at the same time, just go see there, go get therapy. Um, <laughs> it would do you some good while also the people around you. Okay. But yeah, just couldn't catch a break. That's all I'll say on her, for her. Um, next. So my number one show, which I feel like is a lot of people's top show, top shows was, wait, what? Top show? There we go. I'm, <laughs> I'm losing it. Um, was Daredevil. So I ended up watching two seasons because it said you need to watch two seasons of Daredevil in order to watch The Defenders. So I was like, let me do that at least. And so I did, and I really enjoyed it. I like, like, lawyery things. And, like, do I completely understand? Not at all. But does it make me feel like I could do it myself and go to law school and take the bar exam? Definitely. Is it realistic? Not entirely, especially based off of a TV show. Um, (laughs) But who am I to crush my dreams? (laughs) Let me stop. Um, <laughs> so the first, so this was the first planned series detailing the Marvel Universe. So Daredevil follows Matt Murdock, attorney by day and vigilante by night. Blinded in an accident as a child, Murdock uses his heightened senses as Daredevil, Daredevil to fight crime on the streets of New York after the sun goes down. While Murdoch's day job requires him to believe in the criminal justice system. His alter ego does not follow suit, leading him to take the law into his own hands to protect his health kitchen, neighborhood, and the surrounding communities. Bruh, you live in a place called Health Kitchen. What? Did you expect good stuff to be happening? Just kidding. <laughs> I, no, I'm not, actually. I'm being completely serious. Maybe it's time to move. Um, Or just rename the place. Maybe that will do some good. <laughs> Um, but no, um, I really enjoyed the show. I loved the action and like with these TV shows, they're a little more rated. What was the rating of this? Oh, there's no rating on it, but the rating was little, not R rated, but like definitely a little more than PG 13, like just dealing with like the violence and stuff. Which I'm like, at least it's realistic, but hmm, I don't know. I feel like I've become desensitized to that sometimes, and it's a little concerning. Um, but no, everybody in that show can act like there's no tomorrow. I enjoyed it. Okay, actually, being completely honest, Vincent, I don't know how to say his last name, but who played Kingpin, in the first couple like episodes, I was like, mm, the acting really wasn't it. But then he proved himself by like third episode, and I was like, mm, okay. I'll be quiet. <laughs> you you did it. <laughs> you did you did a good job. Um and so, yes. I everyone did a good job in this show and I'm glad that they're bringing it back for like they're doing is it a reboot? I'm not sure. It's called Daredevil Born Again where they're or Born Again. Yeah, is it Born Again? I'm pretty sure where they're um but they are doing I think it's a reboot for... You know what? Let me just Google, because we are here. Um, Born... Born again. Uh, 
so it's coming out 2024. So, oh, maybe it's not a reboot, but maybe it's like a... Is it a standalone? It says the upcoming series based on the... So this series is a standalone sequel to Daredevil and a direct sequel to Echo. Mm, gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. I'm excited. Very. <laughs> um. So yes, I definitely recommend Daredevil. I recommend all of them. Probably. Well, I was about to say probably not in Humans and Agent Carter. But let me not do them dirty, because this, this, my taste, or, like, my preferences are, could definitely be different from yours. Why I say it like that? My preferences could be different from yours. It didn't have to be a definitely, dang. <laughs> um, so, yes. I mean, go check them out if you want to, if you're interested in Marvel, or if you're not, if you just want something to watch, might as well. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think... I might hold off the Disney Plus ones, Disney shows. Because um, I realized, like, this was... I felt like I... Yeah, I feel like just holding that off. You know, more content for later. Don't have to do everything in one s- swoop. Fell swoop, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, I'm going to hold off on the Disney Plus original Marvel shows. And... We'll say that for later. Uh, how, what did you think about these shows? Like, does your ranking list match up with mine? What would you switch around? Um, what were your opinions on some of the shows? And if you want to hear more about the shows, let me know. Because, like, I could, I could, like, rewatch and, like, give my whole, like, whole book report <laughs> on it. If you want to hear about my thoughts and opinions on the different shows. Once again, just let you more know. And yes, I think we can move on to our last section for the night. Night, well, it's night for me, but anyways, last section for today's episode reflection and gratitude. Woo! Let's go. So. On to our last section for today. So, reflection and gratitude are regular thing. <laughs> I was trying to figure a word, figure out a word. You know what? Let's just get into it. So, for my achievement of the week. So, like I said a little bit earlier in the episode, I uh, had, uh, went through like a depressive episode. I feel like I said, oh, I did say episode twice. Okay, so yeah, I went through a depressive episode, like, for the last two weeks. Um, and it, uh, it wasn't it. They, like, never are. But this turnaround, well, oh yeah, for some context, I guess, um, with that, it's just very difficult to, uh, just get anything done. And it's also sucks because, when I'm just, like, laying around being able to do nothing, or it feels like I'm not able to do anything, I'm just in my head the whole time, just like, bro, why aren't you doing anything? You're, that you're like, you're a failure, basically. Long story short. And so, it's not very, it's not, a, not at all healthy. And so, um, 
But this turnaround, I was able to still be productive during that episode um, or season. And so it, uh, I felt that like that was an achievement because like normally I would just, the what I'll do or what I think that I'm able to do or feel, hmm, words, what I feel like I'm able to do is just do the bare minimum, which is like stay in bed, make sure I feed myself and watch YouTube to numb myself, which isn't good. Um, so, yeah, but, like, this, but during this episode, I was able to, like, still work on my podcast and stuff, which it's, like, that. that's usually different, and so I was... I was happy with, my, I guess I was happy, uh, at least I was, I'm getting to that stage where I guess I, like, even if I'm having those, like, feelings and moods, I guess, I can, I don't want to say, like, push past it in the sense of, like, ignoring it, but, like, still able to get things done, you know what I'm saying? If that makes sense, Yeah. I don't know how to further explain it. Hopefully that just makes sense. Um, and I also have been picking up journaling. <laughs> journaling. That was another achievement. And it's really fun. <laughs> um, my friend, Jamie, she um, journals. And um, she's also, like, a great artist. And so I'm over here just like, dang, I don't think I can do journaling. Because, like, the type of journaling I want to do, I want to have, like, illustrations in it. But I cannot draw to save my life. So... I I was just like, dang, I don't think I can really do it. Or if I wanted to, I'd have to, like, print out pictures and stuff and things like that. And I was just like, oh, no, I don't got the money to be printing like that. And then, too, I was just like, basically, I just came up to the conclusion that if I can do it, if I can't do it without, like, printing or, like, drawing, then what's the point of doing it? So I was like, you know what, might as well start now and do what you can do with what you got around my house and the skills that you got. And so I I'm doing it and I enjoy it very much. And yes. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I've been doing it for like the past couple of days and well the journaling I'm doing, I decided to like write down all like like these uh stories and like T V ideas and movie ideas that I um want to like possibly do in the future. And so yeah, it's been really fun like creating this stuff. I wish I could show you, but I don't know if I can or how or which way. Yeah. So, but trust me. <laughs> um, so my critique of the week, I decided that I didn't have a critique of the week or like just like examining for the past two weeks since I didn't record or anything like some like some episodes are like pre-recorded and whatnot but so for the past two weeks I haven't been recording which in hindsight I'm pretty glad that I did pre-record because I wouldn't have gotten anything I feel like I wouldn't have gotten as much I wouldn't have gotten these episodes out so thank you lord um yeah period um so What was I saying? Oh, yes. <laughs> so, I honestly didn't give myself a critique because just do, being in a low point um, in the season, I was just like, 
I don't feel like there is anything I can critique myself on since I wasn't in the best place. So yeah, I didn't have a critique for the for the past two weeks. So yes, moving on. So my awareness of the week. So I decided with the awareness of the week, like examining my past episodes, I it seems like I am like bringing up something that I'm aware of within myself, usually, or something that I see like happening around me with like other people that I can like relate to or it's just patterns I see and I try to give suggestions but then I was like well one I'm not in the place to be doing that since it's like I'm not professionally like sound I don't think I'm professionally sound to give those like suggestions I can like of course give my opinion on them and and also, it's just, like, I don't want it to come... I'm trying to keep myself in a place where I'm, like, oh, I know what's best for you. Which, it's, it's like, I don't know what's best for you guys. We're all different. And <laughs> it's, like, I want to keep it into a place where... I guess I'm being humble. And not trying to tell y'all what to... Tell, tell you guys what to do. So, I, I want to put this in a position where... It's me more asking you guys, like, what are your thoughts? So it's like we, I guess, can come together. At the end, I might form my own thoughts and opinions of how I want to move forward after I talk about whatever I talk about, dealing with the awareness section. But yeah, hopefully that made sense. If it doesn't, Maybe after this awareness section, it might make a little sense. So, one thing that I was aware of for the week, or something that, like, just popped up in my mind, was talking, like, the phrase, um, forgive and forget. So, me personally, as of now, I'm not the type of person to, well, let's, let's be completely honest, and <laughs> let me be vulnerable here. I'm... I say to my, I tell myself that like, yeah, I do forgive people, but I don't really think I do. I'm pretty sure I just say it because, and then hold on to it because one, I tend to be, I, I, I hold on to anger a lot. I think just due to stuff that happened when I was younger and just not handling anger correctly. I don't release it. I just hold on to it for a long time. And then it, yes, it comes very unhealthy. But I say that I forgive. And it's a, and I think I do it more for the other person rather than for myself, if that makes sense. And so I, um, yeah, I don't think I'm a type of person who forgives or forgets, which that is definitely something I want to work on because I would, in, in, I guess, retrospect or whatever, I would want to be forgiven in, in the long run or whenever I do something that hurts someone else. You know what I'm saying? So I was, so along the lines of forgiving, I was like, so what about the forgetting part? Like, are should we forget or, or should we forgive but not forget? And so I like made a, like a, like a, I guess, not a, well, not a Venn diagram, more like pros and cons list. There we go. And I was like, so what are the pros and cons to like forgiving and forgetting? 
I had an example. So I'm going to give you my thoughts and then put it in this scenario. So I was saying like a pro for forgiving and forgetting is that it gives them the chance to change without you holding on to their prior mistakes. So for instance, you have a friend who is late all the time. And so they don't know that it like like okay, I will say that they know that it bothers you, but it's not like you vocalize it all the time. Let's say you've said at least once it's just like, yeah, I don't really like it like it when people are late. And they and they're just like, "Oh, okay," and whatnot, and then move forward. So they're late majority of the time to like the lunch dates that you hold every Thursday. Don't know why I picked Thursday, but we're gonna roll with it. So let's say that the dinner dates are at like five o'clock. Well, that's a little late for lunch. <laughs> uh, let's say uh, one. <laughs> um, well, that doesn't even feel... Yeah, sure, one. Um, the dinner dates are at one and whatnot. Dinner. Lunch. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the lunch lates are at... Lunch lates. Okay. I'm about to <laughs> throw the tablet. Okay. Let's say <laughs> that the lunch dates are at one on a Thursday. And they always show up, like, 15 minutes late each time. And it honestly bothers you because you like to, you know, be on time with your thing because it's just like, but you be, you like to be on time with your things, but you also like to spend time with your friend. And so you tend to find yourself like pushing back um, whatever you got to do after the lunch date because you want to sp- spend time with your friend because this is like your normal tradition thing. Uh, to be honest, this is coming out of nowhere. I, I'm liking how this is going. Okay, so... <laughs> um. Like, this is on the dot. I <laughs> Woo! Okay, so... um, <laughs> Dang, I ruined the flow. So, this is something that bothers you. And they always apologize at the end of the day, just like, oh, I'm sorry that I'm late, yada, 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 yada. And in this case, you can be the type of person who forgives and forgets. You could be like, oh, yeah, it is fine, and whatnot. And then just forget that this is something that they do constantly. I was thinking in this case, it's like... Oh, like, because your friend recognizes that you're forgiving them over and over without, like, you know, being, like, passive-aggressive or, like, having, like, some type of tone with them or, like, being angry without, like, communicating, it might set within themselves to be like, dang, my friend's, like, really, like, has been forgiving me over and over. I should really take the steps to see if I can go to these things on time. You know what I'm saying? I was also putting on here that with the lines of forgiving and forgetting, I believe there should be, like, clear communication combined with it. So, like, being your... Like, you, who doesn't like to be late to your things after lunch date, I feel like that's something that you communicate of just being like, yeah, I forgive you. I just like also, like, want to let you know, like, I have things to do after this, and I don't like being late, and I sh- and but I end up pushing it every time. I always end up pushing what I have to do afterwards because I want to hang out with you. And I'd appreciate if you could, like, try 
to be on time next time and like let me know if we need to like shift around the schedule if so you're not late or whatnot and so I don't have to miss the other stuff I'm doing afterwards like I feel like that would you know I feel like that would be reasonable you know what I'm saying with the forgiving and forgetting because me personally I I find that like very kind if someone were to be like oh yeah you did something that like it does bother me but I forgive you and I'm not gonna like and I'm just like gonna like throw it out the window and whatever it's like as if it's like a whole new day or as if it didn't happen and it's just like dang you you could have like held that against me you could have forgiven me but also like have this like preconceived not preconceived but like this conceived like notion in your head like oh I'm not gonna deal with them anymore you know what I'm saying <laughs> like I don't know how to describe it like I'm not going to trust them anymore to do what they what I'm asking them to do so in that scenario with the forgiving but not forgetting, if you do that in this scenario, yeah. Like, you could be like, yeah, I f- oh, I forgive you. But in your head, you're like, but I'm not going to... <laughs> I'm not going to, like, tr- even... I'm not going to believe that you're going to uh change your ways. Like, you're going to continue being late every Thursday and yada yada. And it's like, one, if they knew that, that would kind of suck. <laughs> like, your friend, like... they could sympathize and be like, well, I kind of understand why you would think that, but it would still hurt nonetheless. And I would hate for someone to think about me that way. And so, but I understand with forgiving, but not forgetting. It, you're not for, you're, you're choosing not to forget, not out of malicious intent, but like kind of being cautious in the sense of like, I'm forgiving you, but I don't want to act like everything's all fine and dandy. You know what I'm saying? But then I was like, but are you truly forgiving them, though, if you're not forgetting their transgressions or whatever they did? It's like, aren't you or wouldn't wouldn't that still like, I guess, leave a window open for you if you're not forgetting to um to, like, unforgiveness to, like, come sneak in, you know what I'm saying? So, with this scenario, it's like, oh, I forgive you for being late, but I'm not gonna forget, and I feel like it could allow, like, hmm, they were, like, oh, next week is our lunch day, oh, they're probably gonna be late again and all stuff, I don't even, like, know why I forgave them, yada yada, because they're probably still gonna do all this stuff, and it's just, like, coming up with, like, assumptions and all these other things, and next thing you know, next Thursday, they end up actually being early, and then it's like, dang, you, one, you had no faith (laughs) that they were going to be on time, and kind of, like, setting them up low-key for failure, and it's like, that sucks, especially with friendships and whatnot, especially, like, yeah, using this scenario, um, and so, after, like, thinking about it for, like, processing this, like, scenario, I feel like you can forgive, which means, like, you know, like, not holding a grudge against them or, like, <laughs> seeking revenge. <laughs> so, like, you're not gonna hold them, like, being 
like late majority of the time and you're not gonna like next week go out of your way to be late just to be like hmm see how it feels you know what I'm saying because how is that productive I feel like with the forgetting though and I say this time in quotations because I feel like you should have those precautions for like for specific reasons because just like well I know that they're gonna be late and I like to go to my next thing on time, so I might just have to cut our lunch date short now due to, like, basically the con like, to let them deal with the consequences of their actions. And they just might be like, oh, wait, why are you leaving? It's just like, we usually stay here until, like, 3. And it's like, oh, well, I usually actually have something at 2.30, but because you're late, I usually end up being late to my other thing because I want to hang out with you. But I, I... I don't want to, like, tolerate, not, I don't think tolerate is the right word, but it's just, like, I don't want to encourage this behavior. So, how, so I, I really have to go, I'm sorry. But, like, maybe next time, like, if we're able to, like, get here on time, then we can, you know, stay longer or stay for a full two hours or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's a nice lunch, a two-hour lunch on a Thursday? Okay, moving on. <laughs> so, yes. Um, use, like, so using the prior situations as, like, cautionary tales, but still forgiving them. And still allowing them to have the space to correct themselves with clear communication. I think that's, like, what it is. That's what I want. So it's not, I think instead of calling it, like, forgiving and forgetting, I think it's, like, forgiving and don't and hmm, forgiving and focusing maybe like forgiving them for whatever they like transgressions that they have against you or that what they did against you and then focusing on like the future of like how can me as a friend like help them out help them yeah help them out and let this, like, still be, like, a fruitful friendship, I guess. If that makes sense. What are your thoughts on that? And I was also thinking, like, for another scenario, like, dealing with ourselves. Because, like, there are sometimes we have to, like, I feel like we can be too hard on ourselves. And, like, we need to give you, give ourselves and also, like, the other people that we're surrounded by um grace like for instance me like if if i um make like a goal because oh yeah we're in january and people are like definitely making goals for like the year or the month or how whatever or weekly or daily moving on like if they have goals like my yeah i said a scenario so my scenario would be like oh i want to journal daily and so let's say i journal and then after a while, I, like, stop journaling. And then I might, like, be, like, I can make the choice whether or not to, like, be, like, beat myself up for it and then just, like, stay in that cycle or I can, like, forgive myself and then make clear steps or make a schedule in a way where I can incorporate journaling into my day and focusing on moving forward 
adults to where I can make sure that I still continue with my goal of journaling daily. Does that make sense? I feel like that might have, <laughs> but there is the case that it has it that did it. I will say there are times when I, like I speak and then I literally forget like the words I just said like as soon as I said them. <laughs> and then I like sometimes recall it and be like, wait, that didn't sound correct. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like that was okay scenario. I feel like they were both okay scenarios. You guys let me know. <laughs> um, I, like if if I wasn't able to hit on the mark ex- like exactly, let me know if I'm like on the precipice or something, or if I'm like <clears throat> the in the vicinity of something, you know. Uh, like, you're like, hmm, I'm hearing a little something, Dustin, but you, you're kind of missing something. I, I need a little more, you know what I'm saying? Let me know, because we can we can work this out together. Because you might have some ideas, and then I have some ideas, and idea, idea, idea bomb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Words. Um. So, yes, I think forgiving and focusing might be the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait, what does that remind me of? Actually, okay, <laughs> moving on. So, my last thing, part for um, <laughs> the reflection and gratitude section was um, something that I was grateful for this week. And um, what are you guys grateful for? Let me know, let me know. Me, personally, I am grateful for my family um, during, like, my, like, rough period um, they were, like, you know, there to help me, despite, like, n- me not, you know, interacting with them, or, like, me not being able to be there for them the same way they were there for me, they were, so, I appreciate, yeah, my mom and my sister really came through, and also for the people that checked up on me as well, it's, like, appreciate the patience, and the grace. So yeah. That's what I was grateful for. Um so yeah, I think that was a good reflective episode. A reflective segment on this episode. I I I really enjoyed it, especially with the forgiving and focusing type of or um dilemma ordeal thought philosophy i don't know <laughs> um one of those words <laughs> watch it <laughs> what if it's none of them <laughs> it's like well okay uh, okay <laughs> so <clears throat> this is time to wrap up the episode yep I, that flowed great um <laughs> yeah so it's the end of the episode which I really enjoyed today's episode. I think maybe with the combination of, like, stuff that we talked about and also, like, being, like, uh, me, the first time, like, me recording in a while, it's, <clears throat> I think that's why I liked it. But what are your thoughts on today's episode? Did you like talking, did you like the topics, um, like, the random questions <laughs> and the Marvel TV shows, like, the rankings and the idea of forgiving and focusing um focusing forward ooh forgiving and for focusing forward alliteration we love to see it okay yes <laughs> what are your thoughts on today's episode if you enjoyed his 
today's episode, (laughs) might as well subscribe to the podcast if you have not, and share the episode if you enjoyed it. And if you didn't enjoy it, might as well just share it, just in case someone else might like it. You know, they might need it themselves, you know, a little... Yeah, Uh (laughs) uh-huh. So, feel free to do that. (laughs) And what else? What else? You can, oh yeah, you can reach me on Instagram at destin.b, D-E-S-T-I-N-E dot B. Um, So you can like, you know, uh, oh yeah, either uh, through my DMs or through the link in my bio, which can allow you to send like a voice message through Anchor. So you can tell me what you have some recommendations or your thoughts on today's episode or past episodes. Yes, I want to hear from you guys. Um, but, but nothing. I think that's it. I think that is all for today. So I hope you guys have a blessed day, evening, morning, afternoon, midnight, <laughs> summer solstice. Okay, I'm done. Um, daylight saving. When is that happening? Is that not happening anymore? I think in my state it's still happening, but some places not happening anymore. Either way, have a blessed whatever <laughs> time that you're in and stay highly favored. Period. Per. Come on. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Love y'all.